the more the more I put myself out there, the more I realize that being brave is not it's not a trait of character. It's not something that you are born with. It's something that you choose. You can you can you can choose not to be brave and you can choose to keep those things for yourself, but they will like they will be trying to like they will be suffocating you inside. If you have this message, if you have something inside, it's just impossible to keep it inside. I was born with cerebral palsy. I have always felt small. I was told not to take risks. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see. And I'm proud to be an individual. This podcast is for you, the unconventional leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted. Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up, use their voice, and make an impact in this world. You're listening to The Weekly Parody. Hey, welcome to today's episode. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host, and it is the new year, so I know everyone is making tons and tons of lists of goals and ambitions, things that they want to do for the new year. I am right alongside you there, but I wanted to do an episode today about another list. A list that may not be huge accomplishments, a list that may seem frivolous at first, but one that is just as important as everything else. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a list of new things to try. I connected with the founder of 100NewThingsToTry.com, and she shares with us why it's important to experience new things, play, have fun, enjoy your life, and not just worry about work. Now, is that a relief to you? It's a little bit of a relief to me, even though I am somewhat of a workaholic. I love her bio. She says, you know, one day you feel like you're this fearless, spontaneous kid, and the next day it seems as though you wake up and you're a serious, uptight adult. So how do we reverse that? How do we tap back into that joy of living and dedicate some time to exploring this beautiful world and exploring new things to try? We're going to dig into that in just a second, why it's important as leaders for us to do that and give you some ideas for some new things that you can try in 2019. But before we get started, I am just so excited to be launching our Content Creators Mastermind course. It is starting in just a couple of weeks. If you are listening to this in January of 2019, wow, it's really weird saying that, but we are gathering small groups of content creators to help brainstorm with one another and put systems and processes in place that will help them stay more consistent with their content creation in 2019. So if you are a content creator, if you're a podcast host, a blogger, if you struggle with producing things on a consistent basis, finding ideas, if you struggle with time management, just overall frustration and overwhelm when it comes to delivering your message online, I promise you this is the group for you. We are just starting in a few weeks, so you can apply by clicking the link in the show notes or go to heatherparity.com forward slash mastermind. All right, let's get into this episode, 100 New Things to Try. 
super excited to have Dami Hans with us. I ran across her Instagram and I was like, this lady is so cool. I've got to connect with her <laughs> and hear more about what she's doing. Guys, listen to this. She has a website and Instagram dedicated to just trying new things. And she is trying a hundred new things and sharing her journey. And I wanted to connect with her first of all, because I just think that's super cool. And another reason is we were talking before the show and I feel as though, and I don't know if you guys ever feel this way, but feel so much pressure to perform and to execute and to deliver as a leader, as an entrepreneur, which is a great thing. We pride ourselves in our performance and our activity and our hustle and our grind and all of that. But then sometimes you just want to freaking enjoy life and have fun yeah. and do silly things and play and explore. This is what you're all about, Dami, and I'm so excited to connect with you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, you're yeah. from Poland, right? Yeah, I'm originally from Poland, though I'm sitting in Toronto right now in the middle of the winter, though we don't have snow yet, so it's not that bad. Yeah. Now, what brought you to Canada from Poland? Honestly, first time, I just came for holidays for, um, for the road trip, and me and my husband, we loved it so much, then we decided to move in and just like hop on and pretty much... That was one of those things that we try in life. So we, we said, yeah, why, why not like just move in and see how it goes? And um, yeah, I guess this was like the, one of those crazy decisions you make in, make in life. And then, yeah, we just went for it. I think that's a great intro into what you do right now with this hundred things movement is trying yeah. new things and being willing to explore. Now on your website, you talk about you know, just this sense of losing your, your childlike nature and exploring and having fun. And you were in the corporate world and just like, man, where's that side to me of just enjoyment. So can you kind of bring us back a a little bit to where you were when you had this idea to try a hundred new things? Yeah. So, uh, pretty much there were a couple of things. I, I do have like the corporate background and then I transitioned and I become the entrepreneur. And then like when we moved here to Canada, the first year, I've tried so many new things. I was, I was, it was almost surreal because when you move somewhere abroad, and Poland is not that di- different from Canada. I can defin- like definitely imagine there are so many places where like the weather is so much different, or people are so much different, or like they speak language you don't understand. So it wasn't that much of the cultural shock that we had. And even though like the things we, we forced ourselves to do or we were or we were just like enjoying doing were so much different. And like, I don't know, the crazy stuff, like, you know, seeing the raccoon for the first time, which is like totally normal for the Torontonians. I've never seen a raccoon in Poland because we, we don't have that, right? Snowshoeing for the first time. In Poland, we also have a snow, but it's like people do skiing and snowboarding, but snowshoeing is not that popular as it is in Canada. So, so, so those little different things, like, I don't know, taking um, the driving test again, like something we've done when we were teenagers, we had to redo it again in Canada. So those little different things, they changed our way of thinking. They forced us to grow and we had a lot of fun. Like, I mean, passing the driving exam is like when you were the adults, it's pretty much fun actually. So um, yeah, so I realized that those new experiences are bringing a lot of different courage and fun and excitement into my life and I thought yeah I don't want to I don't want to lose it because the longer we stay here the more we get accustomed to to things and they are not that new anymore yes so yeah so I realized I don't want to lose those like making like trying those new things feeling like this newcomer person who's like 
experiencing everything for the first time because it is just different. It's just like you, yeah. you, you get like you get you feel like you live life to the fullest when you when you are just like in those newcomers' shoes because everything is different. Your assumptions get like shaken to- totally. So that was um, that was one thing, and and another thing was I was like when I was in corporate, I was always feeling like. And trying to be someone else than I'm that I really am, like this, you know, professional adult person, like someone who has to impress the coworkers or your boss or whomever, and you have to be so serious all the time. And then that was the reason why I transitioned to running my own business. But then it turns out you also need to like put on those masks sometimes because you have mm. serious clients, or I don't know, you don't want people to look at you and think, yeah, yeah, girl, you have no idea what you're doing. So you you try to be more professional or like more managerial or whatever that word would be. And then you realize that you're losing part of yourself, the, the fun part. Um, I know the like, sometimes I'm thinking, yeah, I, I don't, I cannot find the teenage dummy in me. The one that was fun, the one that was like going out and I know doing crazy things. And I want more of that. I don't want like yeah. leave, leave my life and like realize I'm, I don't know, 80 or 90 and I like most of my life was boring and serious and being someone that I'm really not. So I, I really wanted to reconnect with this like spontaneous part of myself. And I, I think that's actually what a lot of entrepreneurs feel because, and not only entrepreneurs, but actually adults, people who realize that they, they, they've missed that part because I have a lot of people writing back to me exactly on that point. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere on the way I became this boring adult. I don't want, I, I don't want that. I want, I want like more of this, childlike fun in my life, right? And I think trying new things is, exa- is, 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 is a very simple solution to, to having more of that in our lives. So yeah, so that's, that's where the idea came from. I love this. I love this conversation. I think it is so, it's so fun and freeing. And then it's also really deep and heavy when you really think about the implications of what you're saying right now. So when you had this idea, just personally, like, man, I want to try new things. I don't want to let go of this wonder and this adventure inside of me. Where did you decide to say, Hey, I want to actually take this public and share my journey online and take people with me. You know what? I think I, I was holding this idea inside of me for months because I thought it's so stupid it's so simple it's so like Mm. it's it's something that probably nobody like I thought I'm the only one at at, at first maybe I'm just the only one maybe it's just too stupid maybe it's like something that I should like do on my own but then I thought no if I'm feeling this because I don't know somehow I started like I don't know having conversation with other people like I don't know maybe it's the universe you know sending us sometimes those little messages so I started to have more and more insights and more and more like feedback coming from other people telling me that they, they do also feel like they need those new things or that people telling me, oh, you're so brave because you're trying new things. I'm not brave. I'm, I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm, I'm scared as well when I try them sometimes, right? But I realized, okay, I'm not the only one. Maybe yeah. I should just like put it out there and see what happens. And my husband encouraged me and he said, yeah, let's just, just do it. Just do it like for fun. Just do it like the side project. Do it like, not, like don't expect anything out of it. And this is exactly how I started. At this moment, of course, it's still small because I'm like, I, I've tried like a dozen things on my, um, on my list, ju- just dozen things, right? But I already see a lot of people coming back to, to me, a lot of people writing messages to me, a lot of people actually resonating with what I'm doing. So I, I guess there is something to it and yeah. there is need for, for people to, 
I know to, to, to try it as well. So yeah. yeah, I'm glad. I want to highlight something you said that I think is super important because I've felt this way too. in the things that I've done is you said you felt almost embarrassed and like, this is stupid. Who's going to yeah. resonate with this. And I've had, I've fought that same fear so much with the work that I do and podcasting and putting myself out there too, because it's like this shame wrapped around it. Of, and it goes back to what you were saying earlier of this persona that we feel like we have to put on as adults and as entrepreneurs and leaders that, you know, we have it all together and we're yeah. professional and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then when we let all that down and we are just these, chi these children who still grown up children who like to have fun and be silly and explore and play and express ourselves openly and how we really feel and how we really view life and, just that more vulnerable, real side to us. There's so much hesitancy. And I've felt that. And you're saying you've felt mm -hmm. that. Why is that so important to express and let out? Yeah, I, I think it's freeing to actually reconnect to our feeling that we have. Because like during one of the, of the new things I was trying, it was um, I wanted to do the meal prep for the whole week. And I really suck at cooking. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I need to do it. And I, I, and I think I, I started treating it as a chore, as something so serious, like the commitment I've made. I have to do it. I have to do it. And I ended up like cooking for six and a half hours, which was a nightmare for me. And I think after like doing the first meal, I already felt so overwhelmed. And I was standing in my kitchen and I was like doing stories all about it. And I was like, gosh, I have to tell people that I am overwhelmed because that's exactly what I'm feeling. And this, and actually this idea of putting it out there of like, I was thinking, I cannot really record a funny video and feel all bad about it, right? Like I'm overwhelmed. That's, that's the feeling I have. I cannot say, oh, it's so much fun, right? So I, this, I don't know, accountability to report it back to people actually made me more connected with what I am feeling and make me like made it easier for me to become aware of what I'm feeling. Yeah. So I think when you look at yourself through somebody else's eyes sometimes, or you mm. look at yourself, like, what am I, what am I trying to tell to those people? What am I trying to broadcast here? You really can reconnect better with yourself. So, yeah. so I guess that that's why it's important. It's important for other people to know that not everything is perfect and not nobody has this perfect life yep. and also on the other hand it's good for us i know it's um some kind of therapeutic for us right? almost yeah so i guess it's it's a win-win for everyone so it's so that's why i would probably encourage people to put them to themselves more out there as well because yeah. it works it works for both both sides right right I've thought about this before because like I said, I've, I've struggled to just letting, because I'm a very, somebody asked me the other day on an interview, they said, what are, what are three words to describe you? And one of the words that I used was, goofy, but I don't feel like I let that out very much because mm -hmm. of that, you know, I'm in my early thirties now, I'm married and have kids and have a business and blah, blah, blah. And I hesitate on letting some of that out. But I asked myself, I said, Heather, when I was thinking about it, who really has impacted your life and made a difference in your life? And who do you really respect and look up to? And it's always these people who aren't well put together and they are very real and honest and imperfect mm -hmm. and they are publicly. And it's interesting how we can really respect and admire that in other people. But when it comes to ourselves, we don't let ourselves have that freedom to oh, yeah. we respect mm -hmm. and admire in other people. Yeah, that's a very good point. So out of curiosity, what is your business? You said you're an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. We, we do a round of um, 
Facebook and marketing um, marketing agency. So cool. So that's that's what we do. So working with clients as well. So you do a lot so, of new things, I'm sure, just still in that space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess somehow, like running a business after a few years, you get used to this. Sure. And and when I was thinking about trying hundred new things, it's like. The number is so huge. I'm thinking I, there is no freaking way I can put down the list of hundred things right away. And this is also this is also something that I thought, yeah, this is good because if I was able to plan it all out, then, then it wouldn't be spontaneous. There wouldn't be place for playfulness and fun. And if I like, I have a list of maybe like thirty or forty things. People can come to me and they can suggest other things, and then I. Uh, a lot of space for being open to new mm-hmm. to new things that I didn't even consider before. So that's a good segue into this next part because guys, I don't want you to hear her story and just be like, oh, that's cool. I want to really challenge you in this new year to do some fun and different things that are outside. And I all listen, this you know, this is hard for me to say, but it's so true. Do things outside of your business and outside of your mission and get away from that a little bit and be willing to explore. Because you know what's really interesting is I, I started gratitude practice this year. And I was when I was on my way here to interview you, I was thinking about when I look back over my gratitude journal, most of the things that I wrote down that I'm grateful for are like these really random spontaneous things that have nothing to do with my big picture, my vision. Mm -hmm. It's like, we went to strawberry picking with my kids. You know, it's like these little small things that end up in my gratitude journal. So Mm -hmm. in this interview, I really wanted to encourage our listeners to make a small list of some things that they want to try for the new year that are outside of your big picture goals. But coming up with ideas is hard because when you're in the grind, day-to-day routine, the normal stuff, it's hard to be creative and come up with some of these ideas. So how do you come up with your ideas? Oh, um, I think like the initial list of my ideas was something that I wanted to try for a while. Uh, so, so this is just like the huge chunk of it. But uh, there's also like things that happen that pop up to me, like somebody mentions something or I see a new place, like new place opening up um somewhere around and i want to see it i want to check it out so this is also the way and recently when i started putting myself more out there people are coming back to me with their ideas as well they are like telling me oh i've tried this thing this is so cool you have to try it and um yeah i'm putting those things to my list as well so i think it worked both ways Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ideas come like directly, di- directly from me, the things that I've always wanted to try or the things I recently want to try. And a lot of ideas come from other people as well. And I try to gather them because, um, I think in the past, it- it's not like those things were not coming to me before. I think I wasn't very aware of them and I wasn't like listing them. I, I wasn't collecting all of them. And now I'm, I'm trying to collect them and I'm trying to make the list because there is still like a lot of empty space on my hundred new things to try list. So, um, yeah, so, so, th- so this is, this is um, how I collect them. So you got to tell us what are some things you've tried? The things that I really liked, because I, I've tried like a dozen of things. You can see them all on my uh, Instagram or on my website. But I think the, the things that I really, really liked was watching the sunrise for the whole week every day, waking up Ooh. and watching the sunrise. It was so beautiful. Every day different, like amazing thing. So I really encourage people to try it. Uh, another thing was like get, uh, donating blood for the first time. I've never done it. I was always so afraid that I, I don't know, pass out or die. And actually it turned out 
that it wasn't that bad. So it was pretty, it was pretty okay. So I'm proud of myself for okay. doing this. So that was, that was a good one. At the moment, I'm working on my bedtime routine. So this is something I, want, I wanted to improve for a while now. And uh, I got really a lot of good ideas from people in my um, Instagram community who are like giving me their, what they're doing for their, like for their bedtime routines, what things work for them. And I combined them all and I'm trying this one this week. So yeah, so these are the things that I've tried. Uh, There's also like loads of other things. Like some of them are just like one-time things, trying the floating pots. So this is like, yeah, yeah. This is super, super like um, relaxing experience. So these are like some of the things are like, you've tried them once, you can repeat them later on. The, the other like the other type of things that I also try to include in on my list is um, the things that I do for a week and try to how I like them and what worked and what didn't. I was gonna Go say, ahead. has there been stuff you don't like that you've tried that you're like, this oh. is terrible? Yeah, I didn't like the meal prep, like I said, because <laughs> yeah, that was um, I overdid it. So um, and probably I was trying to force something that I do not didn't enjoy in the first place. So that was it. <laughs> I was maybe not that I didn't like it, but I was a little bit neutral on the ASMR sounds because maybe What's I didn't that? like it's like the it's like the sounds people like people are maybe for example folding paper or um, doing like different sounds like whispering sounds on YouTube like check it out on YouTube okay it's, a, it's ASMR. So these are like different sounds made by different things, like random sometimes things like brushes or um, like really loads of whispers. And um, they're supposed to be relaxing. And some people, some people get like the tingling sensation somewhere on their spine or in their head. So yeah, so this is, this is something that didn't work for me that much. I found it really relaxing, but it wasn't something that I, I didn't get those tingles. So maybe that's why I, I was like, pretty much neutral about it. That's so cool. What is, what are some things that are coming up for you? For example, this, right? Um, this is something like the, 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 the podcast thing. I've never done it before. So this is, this is something cool. I'm enjoying for the first time. Uh, I have a lot of things around meditation and being more mindful and gratefulness as well. Um, because I believe that these are the things that I try to incorporate into my life, but I'm not very consistent with it. Yeah, probably that's something, um, that's another point. Because I'm trying them for a week, mm. you, you compare this to the, to the New Year's uh, resolutions. And I think very often when we make New Year's resolutions, we go all in. We go like, yeah, I'll be now, now I'll be exercising every day or I will just right. eat healthy food all the way. And then we quit because it's just too big and it's too fast and it's like too vague sometimes as well. But very often it's just too big. And if I make this commitment, like I'll do it only for a week, this is something that really works for me because it's not that big. I can like, it's, it's very specific. And after a week, if I like it, I can keep it. If I don't like it, I don't have to. Right. Right. So yeah. So this is something that makes me try like maybe not one thing that I commit to, but different things throughout the year. However, they are smaller and they are more like bite-sized. I don't know if you can say that, but yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And you play with it and you experiment and you kind of sample it. You realize whether you want to even keep doing it or yeah. not. Because I think we have so much pressure on ourselves. Like you mentioned, I'm going to work out and go to the gym every single day. There are some people who hate the gym, but they can go work out by, you know, going on a walk or a bike ride or doing karate or something, you know, yeah. something that's outside of the box. But we feel pressured to do 
things a certain way because other people do them. And I, that's why I love what you're doing because you're welcoming in creativity. You're welcoming in adventure and exploring. <laughs> I wanted to ask you before we wrap things up, why do you, why do you personally keep track of things? Like why is it important for you to kind of hold yourself accountable to it? Is there still resistance sometimes to doing these things? Is that why, or is there another reason? I'm thinking that if I keep the list of it, if I like, if I publicly announce I'm going to try a hundred things, this will make me more accountable. And this will make me actually try those hundred of those things. Because otherwise I think I like, because very often we create those so-called bucket lists and I've had, I've had like the ideas or the bucket lists before, but they never worked for me because I was like, yeah, I'll do it later. I'll do it like maybe next week. Right. right. But if, if I, if I have a list and if I like go out there and if I tell myself, yeah, I'll be trying at least one new thing every week, this makes me actually go and do it because I think there's so much, like so many things that we plan and we never do because like life gets in the way, some like more important things get in the way. And very often when you're running your own business, you know it, sometimes you just like, you feel like it's never early enough to leave your job. You have like so many things to do, right? And you, very often we, we do not, I know, we don't take care that much of ourselves because we prioritize our business more than our like private life or whatever, right? And probably I would have never tried meal prepping or listening to ASMR before because I would be busy like doing other things. And if I have this as a project, this is, this is something that makes me actually do it. And I hope that people who join, people who come to my Instagram, people who read my blog, that they will actually try to keep joining me with different activities instead of like just coming and going and looking at what I'm doing because yeah of course that's nice that, that's that's of course great for my ego when I see people like yeah you're doing great great things but actually I want people to try those things as well I, I I'm not doing this only for myself I'm I'm trying I'm hoping that people will get motivated will get inspired and they will try and um, yeah. do more of those new things for themselves as well because like doing new things can be scary, but it also can be like, it's so beneficial for us. I can see it already. Like I get way braver. I, um, I have way more fun and I can see the growth in the areas like I've, I, I wasn't even aware of. Right. So I hope people will, will be trying, will be doing new things. Uh, it's also good for our brain, right? Like, especially when we, yeah, when we, when we, when we get older, uh, and we like get used to doing the same things all the time. This is like the new pattern for our brain. So this is also, um, this is also so good for us. So yeah, I love it. We should be doing it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Where can people connect with you online, follow this journey and also share the new things that they're trying? Yeah, I, I would love that. That that's a very important point. I love uh, when people share their things that they are trying, uh, and you can always find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is 100 new things to try. I have also the website 100 new things to try.com. Um, yeah, pretty much that, that, that's where you can find me. That's so cool. That's so cool. Our very last question. I wanted to ask you going back to that earlier point, you know, when you were hesitating a little bit because you were thinking, Oh, is this something that I should share publicly? Is it not? And just kind of, you know, sucking up any embarrassment and shame that you had at the beginning. I feel like, 
we don't just do that once in our life. I feel like we're constantly doing that as we go new levels and try new things and explore and find out who we are. There's always this hesitancy, this fear and self doubt. Do you have any words of encouragement to those listening who may have their crazy idea that excites them and makes them excited, but they also just worry about how it's going to be perceived and actually putting themselves out there. What would you tell that person? Um, I think the more, the more I put myself out there, the more I realize that being brave is not the, like, it's not a trait of character. It's not something that you are born with. It's something that you choose and you can, you can, you can choose not to be brave and you can choose to keep those things for yourself, but they will like, they will be trying to like, they will be suffocating you inside. If you have this message, if you have something inside, it's just impossible to keep it inside because you have maybe this is something like so silly as I thought I have and then there are people who are craving the same things that are actually waiting for your message people who are who are want to get inspired by what you are doing so don't keep it inside because it will suffocate you it will make you feel bad and then you will regret it and instead of actually giving the gift that you have inside of you Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you have not subscribed yet, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and hit that subscribe button. And also, if you have a second, leave us a review. Lastly, we have a private Facebook group. If you are looking for a tribe of like-minded leaders who are unconventional in their approach, but dedicated to making an impact, head over to Facebook and type in unconventional leaders, and we will be sure to add you. You guys have a great week.